Hello and welcome to episode 34 of the Talking Wednesday podcast, a Sheffield Wednesday podcast, if you weren't aware, even though we don't always get straight into the Sheffield Wednesday talk. I am uh, Dexterity Box, joined as always by PunkChef41. How has your week been, mate? It's been good. I've managed to get my shoulder sorted at last. I now know what's wrong with it, which is good. And no surgery needed, just physiotherapy, which is nice. Excellent. Uh, but I've got hypermobility all over the joint, which is lovely. Oh, I know somebody else with hypermobility. It's we, not fun. No, we, we feel like if we like pushed her arm back, it would stay there. It, yeah, it's pretty like, much. Yeah. The doctor was going, if I do this, what happens? It says, well, my arm will bend. Let me test it. Pulling it, pulling it, pulling it. It's like, oh, that's not going to break, is it? No, can you stop? <laughs> oh, but yeah, so I've now got to have physiotherapy, but I'm glad it's not anything to do with surgery because surgery would have sucked, especially with a three-year-old trying yeah, to You, you don't want to go in for surgery no. at the minute anyway because it's, it's not fun in hospital at the minute. Oh, no, it's not at all. How's your week been? Uh, busy this week. It's been, uh, it's been fun. To think like, oh, yay, this is going to be a year of my life, really hard work in six-day weeks. But um, I'm getting motivation again. I'm, Good. I'm going to start some sort of diet, which I, I saw you. T- I saw your tweet earlier. It made me giggle. <laughs> I did start today <laughs> by looking at food group videos on YouTube just to remind me of how I used to keep in shape. And as I was doing that, I was eating from the tub of a carte d'or ice cream. It was Are quite Are you okay, delicious. mate? Are you sure you're fine? Yeah, well, I had a vegan pizza before it, so technically, lifestyle change. Ah, right. Yeah. You know. Now, I'm doing this thing, and it's not meant to be a big, long-haired hippie thing. It's just a thing that I'm like, I'm trying to see what my life would be like if I didn't eat as much meat. Makes and sense. also, would that be beneficial to my health if I could... Because I actually think, for me, it's going to be the, f- the f- focusing on my diet again, focusing on what, actually what I'm eating. By thinking yeah. about like being a bit, bit more veggie with quite a lot of stuff, I'll be thinking about my food again, and then yeah. in turn I probably won't sit there and shovel ice cream into my face constantly. Well, we started meal planning now because it's a lot easier because we just used to go, what do you want for eat? It's like, oh, I don't know. Shall we do a takeaway? Take so having a planned meal for the month is easier because we now know what we're having to make. Yeah, and stuff. And I want to try and eat a bit healthy. My wife says she wants to try and eat a bit healthy. We want to try and lose a bit of. Wife wants to lose weight. I want to put a little bit of tone on because I don't weigh anything, so I'm an, I'm annoying. Like the that. wind would blow you away. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I um when I lost weight in turn, I've done the shake things. I've done all sorts. I will say. And people say the shake things don't work. If you're motivated and you've got nothing else to do like I didn't when I was a student, all I did was cut a meal out, cut two meals out. I had one meal. And I, was on, I was doing OMAD, but I was doing protein, yeah. those protein diet shakes in between them. Yeah, yeah. And I got really skinny. I shed like four stone quite quickly. Yeah. But I had nothing to do other than be a student doing what students do all day and then working out. So Couldn't, couldn't you just <laughs> done the student diet and save yourself some money and just have beans on toast all the time? Well, no, because that's the thing. My, I, I like bread. You give me bread, ah, I can, right, I, okay. I'll, I'll keep eating the bread. That, fair enough. Now, now I understand. Bread um, is your, your weakness. Yes. Um, so I'm trying to, like, 
be a little bit better with what I yeah. eat again because I know I can do it. It's just whether I can be asked to do it. But I've got to be physical in my job again. So I've with that physicality comes I've still the, the the difference is now back then as I was saying with a student I was only fueling my workouts and everything was to my mm. own routine. When you've got to do things quite physically on a daily basis, you need to put that energy into your body, and usually that yeah. means going and getting a meal deal. So. I'm going to try and not do that more. I used to go, I, I tried a couple of summers ago to do that thing where, you know, they send the meals to your house and they're like, ready yeah, and yeah. that kind of worked because I was we... like, okay, I know what I'm doing, but I don't want to pay someone else to do that. So I'm kind of still paying the money. I'm going in and just buying those because there's vegan ones and vegetarian ones that are actually full of protein. So I was like, I might as well just go to the shop and buy a few of those for when I get home. And if I was lazy, I'd just go, oh, should I get a t- go to sofa? Should I get a takeaway? Can't be asked. Can't. What do you want for tea? I don't know. That's a great question. Partners, please stop doing this to your yeah, partners. Yeah, please. Right. Because then, then you go, well, what we're we doing then? We're just getting more what and more bread and takeaway. Is, what do you want for tea? I don't know. What do you want for tea? I don't know. And it's a long cycle and you're just standing there. This is annoying. I asked you what you wanted and now you don't know. Exactly. Because I don't so, know. So now what you can do is just go, right. I've got one of those in the fridge. I'm going to have that. I've had it before where I've gone, I don't know, suggest her something. She's gone, oh, I don't really want that. I'm like, give you an option. <laughs> yeah. The trick doesn't even work anymore. I used to do the trick where you go, guess what we're having for tea tonight? And then she cottoned on to what I was doing there. And I don't even... Because <laughs> then you actually get what she actually wants for tea out of her, usually. Because yeah. you go, guess what you're having for tea? And she's like, oh, I've had something on my mind. What is it? Oh, could it, it be this? Stop and it. You go, you're ruining a lot of dad's way of finding out what partners and wives want for Christmas <laughs> and birthday. Like, what? Guess what, you're, guess what you want? Like, I don't know. It's time to find another method, boys. Right. Yeah. Sheffield Wednesday. <laughs> um. So housekeeping that's a good point i've not checked reviews fair to, feel free to fill the air so one of the things that i've been noticing with the wednesday content especially around the transfer window thing how many people jumped onto the speculation from a lot of our videos actually about who were coming in and the thing that i got is i love speculation and i love the transfer window for the, that purpose but this is the first year i've actually properly gone in on transfers I've never actually done them because I used to hate it when people are, well, that's not true, is it? It's just a rumour. Yeah. And but I used you, to hate that. Then we just tell them to sod off now, so it doesn't yeah. really matter. Well, for, for about two of the ones I used to do, I used to put before, warning, this, this video contains rumours before I started opening my mouth, and it worked to a point. It doesn't matter, does it? Yeah. Um, we will say, no new reviews. Not had one since July. Christ, sort it out. Um, but no, yeah, the the channel, the, the podcast has moved. We're still suffering on the back end of the algorithm. Plus, I took two weeks of doing no breakouts. So, yes, the podcast still does well with the listeners when it comes to it. But the earlier, the better with the numbers would be great because that basically get, gets the al- algorithm firing up. And that's how we were growing yeah. before. We are still growing. It just... It's taken a it's taken a bit of a lull this international break, but that's just the nature of content, I guess. However, something comes out at the end of this week, this month, which is going to be quite fun for me to do some content on. Yes, when which, it um, seems like a very good version this year. Yeah, it does. That'll be quite fun. I'm actually looking forward to doing the build your own club. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because definitely. I'm going. I'm going to do this team. It's FIFA, by the way. Yeah, I'm going to do this team, and if no one can, 
who's listening, it's Ashwood City. And it's a fake team on a podcast I listen to, and it's hilarious. The comedy football podcast, and it's so funny. Are you promoting other podcasts on this podcast? I am not. I am just saying no, I'm really podcast if you want, really if you want to go listen to Um Right. Newcastle. Under We played the kids at yeah. Newcastle. We battered no, we didn't. the kids. We played, we played them at Hillbrook. No, we played the kids at... Fro- Sorry, I meant the kids from Newcastle. There we go. Uh, they're not actually from Newcastle. They're probably from <laughs> international <laughs> academies. But um, we battered them. Pretty much. We, we got a win in the in the pizza cup. Put it this way. Liam Palmer scored against you. And I was so happy for that goal. <laughs> Andy was captain. It was a good game to fair. We did play well. Might it as well as just... Sit- make it as testimonial, bring the old pros on for it. <laughs> they brought their kids, we'll make Liam Palmer's testimonial, get Waddle's boots on. But I don't know why Sats, Waddle would be there, he just seems to be Sats, showing up at everything he at the minute. It. <laughs> he, it's like, where's Waddle? Yeah. That's, actually, that's better than I give it credit for, I'm sorry. That, that <laughs> didn't really give you a reaction to that, that was actually pretty good. Carry on. Sal getting his first goal and he looked pretty lively. Corbin, you just looks, I think we got quite a good bite loan in a sense, snap up to get him. Because he looked quality on the ball. He really did look good. And it was it was just an all-round good performance. And I'm now blanking who scored the second, and I had it up in front of me. So, what did everybody have for tea? I can't do that on a podcast. I can do oh, that on yeah. a live stream when we fill in the air and we're passing it in the middle of the park and I've just said, and now the other team has got it in the middle of the pitch. And now the other team has got it in the middle of the pitch. That's what fills the air in my podcast. You can't in my live streams. You can't really do that. However, I can inform you that I will be in. Te- oh my Christ! Why have we just got like Saturday football for the next fifty-six years? Yep, Marvin Johnson. That's it. Cause that really good volley. Well done. So all the people who knew straight away are going to be extra they're, they're, they're going to be yelling at or going, it was Marvin Johnson, it was Marvin Johnson. We've got three I... Saturdays in a row. Yeah. I can't do any streams. <laughs> and I'd love Welcome to set... Welcome to Lee 1. Yeah. I guess I could do Wigan, 28th. That's yeah. Cup. But that's around when FIFA comes out, so I'll probably be bulk recording FIFA content. By the way, I'm going to be giving members and people in the Discord special access to this FIFA career mode so I can make them in bulk because I used to make them based off YouTube comment sections, but that involves me actually getting the video out and you reacting to it and then me having to go and make another one, which takes a lot of my time. So if I can just be like, hey. And if you listen to this podcast, Deck doesn't have a lot of time anymore. I don't. I don't. But. It was all if, of, unless somebody was, wants to sponsor the podcast and give us a lot of money for sponsoring the podcast. Mm. I mean, even a little bit of money would help. Um, we, <laughs> or you could hit membership below. Then I'll have a lot more time because it'll become a, <laughs> a much more uh, prominent thing. But all in all, it was a good, good win. Uh, it's a good way of bouncing back actually after the Morecambe thing, after mm-hmm. Morecambe defeat. Morecambe thing sounds like a disaster. It's not. It was just a loss. But they played well and. It, just, it was a weird one, though, with it being transfer deadline day. It felt very strange having a match on transfer deadline day. Yeah, we've spoken about Morecambe, haven't we? We have. I'm sure we have. Yeah, of course we have. Of course we have. 
Um, we'll talk about upcoming matches later on, but yeah, it is three Saturdays, so we're going to be coming on. We're only going to have one match to talk about on the uh, on the podcasts from now on. But let's move into just uh, Alex Hunt because we're talking about players and loans, yep. and as we always do on this podcast, he's having a very good spell at Grimsby. Yeah. A lot of Grimsby fans are really impressed how he's in the middle of the park, wanting the ball, making attacks. And this is why you loan your players out. This has been something Wentz has been needing for years and I've been calling for it for years and now we're finally doing it because of the manager that understands. Young, young players need to go out on loan. It's lovely to see it finally happen. And good, very good free kick if you haven't seen it on Quest. Very good free kick uh, to win it for him. And first senior goal, and that to be a first senior goal in added time to win the game must have been a fantastic feeling for him. Yeah, yeah, epic, epic for him. It's been, I just, I think it's going to be a great, a great learning experience for him, that league. And it's it's the same with uh, Cameron Dawson, you know, league, yeah. well, he's obviously league two, he's in the league. But um, it's great to see our lone players doing bits. Another I do want to put a... Sorry, carry on. Another clean sheet for Dawson as well. Yeah, I know he got player of the month yeah. as well. We we didn't really put a topic in there, but he, that's what has happened there. We'll, we'll bring it into the Alex Hunt one. I do want to give a quick shout out, actually, because I've just realised I'm not doing any streams this month. Um, I've said to myself, and I've not told the members this, but if you are dollar friend and above, I'd like to just read out when we've got new members. Um, I was I usually do it on my stream, but if for whatever reason I'm not streaming this month, uh, I am streaming this month if I'm doing the 28th. If I tell you what, I'm just shouting them all out there. Ignore everything I've just said, but if for whatever reason we're not streaming in a month and we get new members at the uh, the £5 and above tier, I will read them out. Well, it's the 4 99 tier, isn't it? But yeah, um, I will read them out as they join the channel. We're also, also on my channel, just another sidestep. We're still in housekeeping here. We've got into the Wednesday podcast, but we're, we're bringing it in. So there's people who skip over shit. Welcome. Um, yes. But... We've got uh, some one-year memberships coming up soon. You are one of those. I know I am. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, Actually, I got that the other day. So why are you a member to Dexter's channel when you're on the podcast? I was like, because I'm a friend and I'm supporting my friend. Yeah, and we haven't mentioned that in a while. We have, have mentioned we? it we have before. Mentioned... Just not in a while. That's how long the podcast has been going now. We're old hat. Yeah. Right. Now we will shut up about the housekeeping bits. <laughs> And get properly in to the transfer talk. The transfer talk uh, is over. Transfer deadline day yep. has been gone. And we have signed on deadline day announced one that came out of the blue pretty much, actually. No, it came see- out of nowhere. Absolutely nowhere. Is it Sadio or Sidio? Or Sido? Sido Berahino. Berahino. I've been practicing. Epic. I'm going to take that for... I've, I've also started using the word epic ironically, and it's in my vocabulary. <laughs> You're watching something develop, by the way. Um, he's... He's a player that comes to us with an interesting past, but I remember, yeah. I said on deadline day, this is a FIFA wonder kid. This was oh, yeah. a FIFA wonder kid. If you sign this guy from West Brom back in the day, he was quality. And I... 
I don't want us to lead on the negative there. I feel like we're going to no. have to speak about it in this topic a little bit. We're going to have to talk about the circumstances surrounding the player in the past. Just because we wouldn't be doing our duties on a podcast here. But I do want to say, I think this is a positive thing if he's coming under a manager he can trust. How did you feel about this signing? I, I got very excited about this signing, especially after watching an interview did on another podcast with Rio Ferdinand during the um, break. Um, summer break and it was very interesting hearing how things happened and what have he sounds like a very he sounds like a very grounded young man now and mm -hmm. someone who matured and the thing that get, got me is how much he keeps talking about how Darren Moore was a big father figure to him when he was at West Brom he mentioned it today in the interview we did for Wednesday I met Darren Moore on my first day of the under 12s and got a tour around the stadium yeah, he also called him huge. Moro, which is yeah. Unlike. I didn't. I didn't. I was like, like what? <laughs> right. For one, why are we going to why? Why is Moro where you go? Mourinho. Where you go? I don't know. I just felt. Yeah. I was a little bit taken back by that. I didn't. I didn't like that one. But um, yeah, he speak. He's spoken well. He kept. He mm. kept getting the word. We've brought the word massive back. It took us getting relegated yeah. to League One for players to start bringing massive back in their I, interviews. I, to be fair, I think there's a couple of lads who are in the media team who are Wednesday fans now who are going, you need to drop this in. If you don't drop it in, we'll have hell on Twitter. Say it. <laughs> yeah. And Barry Bannon's back on Twitter, which is... Yeah, it's, lovely. it's actually recently. really nice to see, actually. That really one. And what gets me about this... I mean, you can deal, follow me, Barry. That is... Just saying. What gets me about this deal is that it's a win-win for us. If it works, fantastic. If it don't, it's only a year deal and not much wages. Mm -hmm. And But under Darren Moore, I had the funny thing. He got this ability to get the best out of players when they're not great. I just feel like he's that kind of person. And if this is someone who Bahino trusts massively, it's going to help a lot. And... I'm still kind of shocked he's still a Wednesday player, actually. This is one that still hasn't really settled in for me because I wasn't expecting it. And if you now look at us up front, we're pretty heavily stacked. Yeah, which is what I was worried about quite. That and goalkeeping, I was worried about those positions so much as a lot of the fan base were going into mm. this season. You know, it was, our, it was our troubled position, so to speak. So he's 28. Yep. He was born in Burundi. Well, that's where his national allegiance is. He, yes. he also, he captains them, apparently. Um, He, let's talk about his career. So, yeah. in, he start, West Brom was where he made his name, right? And I even remember the talks at the time about, oh, look at this player at West Brom. 2013-14 in the Premier League, 32 appearances, Five goals. He also scored four more goals in the cup competitions that season. Nine goals for 35 appearances. Then he kicked on. He had his breakout season, 2014-15. He made 38 appearances and scored 14 goals in the Premier League. 45 appearances overall, 20 goals. He became a 20-goal-a-season man. Technically not because they're meant to be in the league, but you know yeah. what I mean. Uh, and then the next season is when it started to sort of go, mm, does he really want to be here anymore? Does he want Mr. a new Daniel contract? Levy getting Does, in the way again. Yeah. So 2015-16, he made 31 appearances, but his goals did drop off. He only scored four Premier League goals, 
35 appearances overall, seven goals. And then the next season for West Brom, he only made four appearances. It was interesting. no goals. Because was... what happened in that, le- in that year? Go on. He moved. he moved. So he yeah. moved to Stoke. <laughs> remind me. He goes to remind me. I've no idea, Jason. I've not got it in front of me. Um, I, d- I just completely uh, soccer Saturday you there. Um, did. And he made 13 appearances for Stoke. And then the following season, he made 15 appearances for Stoke. By the way, in both of those seasons, he scored no goals for Stoke. Mm. And then in the championship, he played in 2018-19, 23 appearances for Stoke three goals in the championship. Not the best, right? Because no. then, he, then he went to the um, the Belgian first division where he's been for the, since 2019. And in the first year, 22 goals, uh, 22 appearances, sorry, eight goals. The second year, eight appearances, two goals. This year, before coming to us, he's he made four appearances. Um, and now he's obviously he's yeah. obviously come to us. Oh, he went on loan as well. Sorry, um, in the twenty twenty one season. So he he scored. He actually scored four goals, not two goals. But he made twenty appearances when he was on loan, and only scored two goals. Might be sub appearances. That seems to me like a player who was coasting after the first year in that Belgian first division, rather yeah. than making a name for himself and getting his career back on track. He was coasting by the looks of it. Um. What do you think about his career? It's there's the what the media said and there's what he come out himself has said, which is interesting. Some of the stuff at West Brom sounded far fetched and some of the stuff that got said, but then you, when you hear him talk about it, you actually believe him with some of the stuff that has happened. And I'm not going to mention what some of the stuff is because it'll demonetize the channel. I'm not going to do that because at the end of the day, he's a player that. You can tell he's a player that's grown up by way of speaking and he's learning from the past experience now. And by sounds of it, Stoke was just a depression trip for him that just didn't pay off at all. It didn't work and he just needed to leave. Uh, what I want to say though, mate, at West Brom, he was, he was threatening to strike. Yeah. Right? We have to say that there's some stuff we obviously won't go into, but... The, the stuff that we will go, he was threatening to strike. Young kid, though. He came, yeah, then. in 2016, 2017. Not that young. In 2016, 2017, if you think about it. 23-ish, it had been. It's not too <laughs> yeah, young when you think yeah, about the true. players. That, um, this is the season he, he came back overweight. So he was signed extra stuff. He, um... He talks about it being the most difficult year of his career, causing him to feel depressed and things like that, which is which is never a, a great thing there. No. But obviously, when he's he's put on the weight, he's then obviously the medical staff are in their rights to go sort it out. Yeah, it was all about not putting the shift in for but West then Brom again, at that point. He said he was doing it for attention. He actually says it in his interview. Yeah. He was attention seeking. He's the kind of person if it's not going right for him and not not all about him, but somebody not coming in to check it okay. It was his way of going, come and check, I'm okay. Yeah. In a sense. And it, that, for me, words. And there was an interesting clip in one of the interviews he did where he turned around and said he was sat in the dressing room and some young lad doing stuff like, what the hell are you doing? Why are you doing that? And then it clicked with him and went, that's what I did. Now I understand why all the senior pros hated me and wanted to just get away from me. 
So yeah. he went and said, look, you don't need to do this. You're a cracking player. Calm it down. Let's have a talk. Let's do this. That shows me there's a player there that understands it more now and gets it. And I think he appreciates that he got a second chance with us yeah. in England again. And it, I, I do, because the thing is, what I do see is when he had his contract to terminate for, at Stoke for the legal reasons that we, we, you can go into yep. yourself, because obviously yep. podcasts were keeping that level. Um if if he was ever on and wanted to chat about it, we would do that, but we don't need to while we're talking about a player. But no. um, they terminated his contract and he went straight away and, and started training with the Belgian club, mm. right? So he did want to play football, be around football, keep training and going there. But he has spoken about it being attention-seeking. He's spoken about all of that, getting his career back on track. And, and what gets me, and I think this is the big thing that everybody's taken away from it, it's not unique, is the fact that he has spoken so much about more. Yes. It's more... I, you wouldn't want to mess with him for one, right? <laughs> no. And is it me? The more you see him, the more he looks like he's doing more at the gym at the minute. Too many more puns. But um, he's, <laughs> he's, he's, uh, he's got that relationship with him. If you want to yeah. come back to England under a manager, it, and the fact that he even talked about coming back to more to Sheffield Wednesday on that uh, podcast. Yeah, he did. With, with Rio. You know, he said, you never know, let's see. Sort of Call thing. me he, up. Yeah, call me up. And, he, and Darren Moore has called him up. I think I'm excited to see if we can get his career back on track. This is the thing, though. This isn't the first time Darren Moore wanted him. Darren Moore wanted him back in 2018. He wanted him when he was a... Was he a Rovers then? He was, wasn't he? Yeah. 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 He, um, he wanted him then. It's obviously a player Darren Moore have been desperate to work with again. And... As the thing I like about this actually is the fact that Darren Moore and Berahino both turned around and said, I've got unfinished business. There's a player there that's got a little bit of a chip on his shoulder, and I always like that in a player because it shows that they want to prove to people. When a player got something to prove, they are dangerous when they want to, if the mindset's right, they can be dangerous to impress and do well. And especially if he's got a manager who he already thinks the world of him and he already thinks the world of him back and who can put an arm around him, this could be the best move for his career, especially under Darren Moore. I agree. I think for footballing reasons, it's a brilliant, brilliant move. Hopefully he can get his career back on track. Maybe make sure he takes the bus. But other than that, um, I a lot think of people. Right. I have seen a lot of people say, stay away from City Centre, don't go near it. And... What's interesting, I have already heard that there have been a couple of Wednesday players and current Wednesday players turn around and go, we want you here, don't mess this up for us and let's get it so you're away from any kind of temptation because we don't want that and you don't want that. And there's already players at the club care about him. But I wonder if that's Darren Moore going, we need to look after I'm, him. I'm just saying, when he's, when he's driving around Sheffield... He better not be doing what he was convicted for in, in, in no. the past. That's what I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. In, there's, in a great tram, there's a great tram to Middlewood. Get that. Yeah. I did say just take the bus. You just completely glossed over it. You were completely ruined by, I completely ruined by thing. It's fine. <laughs> um, yeah. Barrett, Barrett, I think it's going to be interesting. That's either going to be an absolute mess or we've stumbled onto something. It, it's going to be the best thing ever. It's going to turn into Franny Jeffers, Jeffers part two. God. Oh, who was the other God. one that you thought I'd get injured? You thought I'd get injured at Burnley. At Posadji. 
He's already doing better than Jay Bothroyd did with the fans, though. Um, yeah, that's true. <laughs> what? A, right. Uh, <laughs> I just, that was my, like, prime season ticket, sort of, like, going all the time, loving the club, and yeah. just... Oh, that. Oh, right. Person. WeBuyAnyCard.com is now the sponsor of Sheffield Wednesday's <laughs> commercial car partner. Yes. Speaking of cars, um, <laughs> in case you needed a know, there you go. Plymouth game has sold out as well. So if you are yep. going to Plymouth this Saturday, or you want to go, you can't go now. But if you good are good luck on the f- good luck and safe journey on the four hour trip down there. Yeah, that's a that's a ha- we sold. I think we sold about seventeen eighteen hundred tickets. And we sold out our allocation anyway. So that's the annoying thing. I'd be going on so many away days if we had bigger allocations this season because I, do, I don't get my schedules until later on. So if they're further away, right, I don't yeah. know if I can do the trip. So I right. can't pull the trip. I, I guess the thing to say there is just buy the ticket and then sell it on. But that's such a pain in the arse. Do you know, or you just give yeah. it to a mate or something. Oh. That would involve me having friends. Right, um... <laughs> A little bit Be of an, your up- friends. <laughs> an update from last week. We were talking about Luongo. We were talking about all oh, surgery with the tear off mm. the bow. That sort. Of- I don't know where all that's come from. What we were reading last week because Australia. Because he's not that injured. It was apparently a strain on his hamstring, so he's actually going to be back quite fast. And yeah. also, Australia. Uh, Australia, there was a report out of Australia saying he was linked with a move to Australia, which is also crap, apparently. <laughs> apparently, uh, Australian journalists you were speaking to? Yeah, turn, basically, said, turn, I said there's nothing in it. <laughs> fair enough. Um, and other the, also the agent turned around, the, not agent, the journalist turned around and said to me, went, also, he's injured. Yeah, when we first had the whole thing, it could be the very serious injury. Who would touch him? They'd just wait until he was a free agent. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, Josh Windass says he's coming, he's close. So a couple of people training. from our Discord pointed this out on his Instagram and stuff. Uh, it could be about seven weeks back mm. for, for Josh Windass now, which is what he did say ages ago when he said hopefully he the end of October, which wouldn't, yeah, I'd line up, you know, mid-October. He seems like a player who's got a very good mindset when it comes to this. It seems like injury doesn't affect him as such. It's like, I'm going to get through it. We'll get it sorted. I'll do the right things. And today on the Monday of recording, there went the Twitter put up a picture of Josh Windows. I think it was a video of him in training tracksuit ready to go, which is, is he on the ball? We don't, yeah, we don't know if he's on the ball, though, do we? He probably won't be on the ball. He'll just uh, be on the grass. He, he might not be in the ball, but it's nice to see him back in Sheffield because he's been in London for the last couple of weeks doing his way yeah. out. Yeah, true. Uh is also close, apparently. Yep. He's actually very close. He was be, he gave an interview saying that pretty much putting his injury behind him and he's going to be ready soon by the looks and of I it. And I think a lot of people forgot about Shadipo because of how quick his injury was. So we have got another really good player ready to come in. He's 24 as well, so he, he should be able yeah. to shake it off fairly easily. Obviously, age doesn't always relate to that, but it helps. So. Um, no, that's Berahino's legal history. Close that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all the research. So, obviously the transfer window shut. 
We're not yes. going to be talking about too much speculation on that end. But we could potentially still bring in some free agents. That market is open. Is there any that stand out for you, Punk? At the minute, I don't think there's much we need, actually. I actually think we're quite settled in what we're there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, I'm, I don't think there's anything. I like another right winger if we could. That's it. Because we're very stacked on left side of players, but not much on right. But Patterson can play anywhere. So I'm wondering if that's the thinking might put Patterson that position anyway. You yeah. know what I mean? It's, it's, Just not don't much... put him up front, for Christ's sake. He's not a striker. As much as sometimes we'd like him to be when he was in front of goal. It's just this. It's just this first, first touch. touch. It's horrible. I'm, I'm not. I'm not trying to be mean. No, I like the player, but like when the ball comes into him, and you can the defenders can get a, get a basically a one up on him because of his first touch. They know where it's going. Also, let's also remind people we're not professional footballers, so our first touch could be really bad. But what we're saying is he hasn't got a great first touch. Yeah, I think people have gathered we're not professional footballers, punk. Um, yeah, you really think they want me on the I'm going to say. like a fish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. I mean, you could just put you in net. I, I just get <laughs> done for diving all the time. I just get put, sent off the simulation. Just put you in net and hopefully, <laughs> hopefully you, can, you can flick up and save a couple. Uh, I'll, I'll be in net and every time someone shoots, the manager can be taking a picture with the flash on and hoping to go the right way. <laughs> When they do, yeah, when they do the big things. Oh. <laughs> At least you started mocking your disability, not me. Um, um, yeah. Right. Okay, we've, uh, we've been on a f- couple of weeks of positivity, but it couldn't mm. last fully, could it? There still had to be some, even though this has got buried because, big dial. because of the positivity going around. Hardly, any, hardly anybody's talking about it. No. Um, Sheffield Wednesday have been facing court claims from fans about season ticket refunds. Callum David George Breeze, one of in our community, also suggested in a community topic this should be he something did. we focus on. We would have got to it, but it's definitely something that we 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 do hear that we should be chatting about because this is taken from the Star. Star. They say in quote. Thousands of long-suffering supporters could still be owed money from the last five home games of the 2019-20 campaign, which was concluded behind closed doors because of the coronavirus pandemic, but are still in the dark about when they will get it back, 12 months after the deadline to apply for a rebate has passed. The club also refused to provide refunds for the 2021 season tickets, instead offering ticket credit, claiming the (laughs) severe impact of COVID-19 left them unable to pay out. Now the star has learnt of three successful civil money claims brought against the Owls by fed-up fans to get back what they are owed, all of which were uncontested by the club who did not respond to our request for comment on this story. They also ignored a request from the star on the 17th of August to confirm how many supporters are still waiting for a rebate and when they expect to settle the issue. Quote, if you thought you had a case, you would be absolutely... If you thought you had a case, you would be absolutely responding. You wouldn't... Oh, you would absolutely be responding. That's words in the wrong order. You 
uh, wouldn't be burying your head in the sand, said one supporter of the civil money claim, who was repaid more than £900 owed from uh, both years. Quote, if you can't be bothered to contest it by default, then you are admitting the case against you is good, which is, end quote, which is the um, what Wednesday did. So, yeah. What I will say on this is civil court is very different. Claims can be made about this. If there's uncontested claims, if you really care, yeah, take them to claims court. And it looks like they're not even contesting it, so you'll get your money back. Yeah. There's a lot of people who or make a big fuss up about it, and when they get told they have to go do something, they won't do it. I will I have play, seen uh, I have yeah. seen that a couple of times so far. I will play devil's advocate. You shouldn't have to. The club should no. The, the club should give you your money back. Good, give it straight out. Um, however, with the positivity around me at the minute, I turn around and go, just give me another season ticket. Fine, give me two. Yeah. I tell you what, let's negotiate. Give me two. Yeah. Um, for being an absolute pain in the arse. And I think a lot of people have gone that way. Gone. Well, I can't have it, but I can go to games now, so I'll use the ticket credit towards it. Yeah. Exactly. I, I understand if it's something like this is. What you have is your pastime. This is what you spend your money on and you really struggle for cash and you really need that cash back. Go do it. Go do it. But also at the same time, don't complain when somebody told you how to do it, expecting the club to do it for you. You've got to go out and do it. Yeah, it looks like you're not getting your money back, uh, which is wrong. And yep. they should be giving you... And on Wednesday, please sort that for the fans. It shouldn't, it shouldn't be happening there. They've even got quotes in this article saying they will never go back until the ownership's changed. You've built some good relationships recently and it might go good way of building a, a bit more as well. I don't like this line that Chancery probably has in his head. Well, if they're real fans, they just want season tickets again. Why not help the club in that way? And it's all about help the club, help the club. I understand all of that from a financial aspect, but the good moves are, are moving now. We shouldn't have to be taking people to court. You know, we shouldn't have to take the club to court to get money yeah. back for season tickets. At the and end I'd of the day, there's, there's fans here that support you thick and thin through anything throughout their entire situation where sometimes they, they still come to the club even though they can't. So, at, at the time as well, I remember we did an episode on this when, when, it, was, when it was going out and I put them through the ringer. I put Chancery through the ringer. You know, we, yeah. so did you. So did you. Yeah. And we were like, you either need to communicate with all of this. And this is when the good communication started. but. You know, because we turned around and went, communicate. Yeah. Not like it had anything to do with us, but I think all the fan base was there at the time. You know, you need to start communicating with the fans or or go behind the scenes and bring people in that can and do things right because it's yeah. falling apart. There's, there's talks of us going bust. There's all of that going on. We don't this need that season around the club. This start of the season could have been completely different. Yeah. But the, the thing is, he is doing many things in the right way now. He's gone behind the scenes. He's brought people in. He's brought a COO in. Yeah. He's, you know, that that's actually seems to be acting like a bit of a CEO, you know, doing all the all the right stuff on on that front. We are operating better as a business. The accounts still probably look a bit dodgy. Don't get me wrong, because mm. we've got we've got money issues, but we are balancing the books. We're bringing in the right kind of players. Just sort something out with the fans. We don't need this dragging on. It's like we're learning to be a club again. In a sense, it, you know what I mean? It's this like, will hold us back, though, in terms of those fans that... There's some fans that are never coming back watching the series here, right? Yeah, I've, I've, I've got a couple of mates who won't buy anything. They won't come back. They won't do anything until they're not putting a cent in. And I understand. I'll get some stick for this, but 
I do have to ask what portion of those fans that are saying that on Twitter never actually ever go or ever actually put a lot of money into the club apart from the big games? Because if you're I'm a sucker... Let you, like, I'm going to let you have this one. I'm going to stay out this one. Because <laughs> if you're a sucker like me and the rest of like Wednesday fans, you can't say... like I know what it was like around my Twitter and around it when all that crap last season, all the way it made me feel, all of that, even though we were in League One, as soon as it came to the night, I felt like a kid on Christmas the night before the football oh, yeah. season because that's football, you know. Yeah. But I do think this will have turned some fans who genuinely do get that feeling into a moral principle of not paying for football matches anymore. And I will pause for a second while Punk does whatever he's doing. Child. Yes, darling. Child and dog, like the four combo. <laughs> don't work with kids, don't work with animals. Sorry about that. That's all right. Apologies, mid-flow. Uh, Punk's child and dog interrupted at the same time. Not the same thing. Uh, right, <laughs> so the, the, the I do think this will have turned some loyal fans against and, and have to, even though they got that giddy feeling, this is why I'm not saying it won't be a... Um, all of the fans that actually just moan for moaning sake and don't put things in. There will be season ticket holders that go, you know what, morally, enough's enough. I can't take this man anymore. Mm. But from from my perspective, he's doing the only things he can do in his his situation without leaving, right? If he's not going to leave, he's doing the the next best thing and bringing in the right people to do the job. And also remember, if he's leaving, he's got to have someone willing to buy the club. Yeah, exactly. It's like, I could, want to se- I could want to sell my house, but unless someone you want to buy it off me, I'm stuck with it. I, I think fans... Look, look, the bottom line is, if you are never wanting to put money in this club again and you have been a loyal se- season ticket holder, I feel for you, you know, because you are what you are the basis of this club. Yeah. Um, but there is also the, the, the people... It's the, it's the social media sphere that gets it all bubbled up. There will be the same people that moan and moan and moan. And there is a high correlation from from my experience of watching every match and and doing the analysis and then talking to fans. The people that I see constantly that come up on the the hashtag that are moaning about it, you ever press them on anything, they give such bad takes on certain players' performances and things like that to the point where you're like, are you even watching the matches that aren't on, like, national television? Yeah. Because there 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 is a sort of an armchair perspective there. But it, what gets me is the worrying thing of losing actual season ticket holders. Because if that's the thing, just just give them the money back, man. Pretty much. It's but very other, simple. But other than that, everything's positive around Sheffield Wednesday at the minute, which is weird. Shush. It's okay. You're in a happy place. It's a calm <laughs> environment. You're fine. You mean these walls aren't padded? Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Moving on. So, we seem to also, going on to another spell of positivity, <laughs> we seem to be actually doing the right bits of business and renewing contracts. Where it's weird. We're running it like a football club. It is. We're actually running like a, a functioning football club. It's been in reports today, I think, from the Star and other... No, other... It's, I did put it in there. Where's it gone? 
at Zanema, Yorkshire, Yorkshire Live at Zanema. The Yorkshire Laminer, who were talking about reports in the star. <laughs> I will just add, so we could have just used the star as the main source. Um, oh my God, so they they've, are. they've suggested that Wednesday have opened negotiations uh, with Patterson over a new contract. So this is another one to add to the contracts of Bannon and Iorfa. What do you think oh, about Windass. this? Because Patterson's and Windass, yeah, Patterson's been in for a bit of bit of the stick for like being a utility player, but not being the best striker or not being the best there. What do you think of this as a business move for Wednesday? In terms of business moves, I think it's smart because then we can, if it doesn't seem like it's working in January, we can put a sell on and get something for him. But I actually think more likes him as a player. I think more like Hughes. I think he likes seeing what he can do and how he plays and how we can actually use him. Because if you notice, yeah, he got to stay for that reason just there. If you're listening, he's holding up the big P-shirt. 69. You gotta stay for that because we bought shirts with This cost a fortune. <laughs> didn't actually, it was but, on It still cost too much for a joke. But if you look at people like, what does he offer? Well, look at, he set the goal up for Canberra to get that thing and he works hard. He's dogged in trying to win the ball back. I think he can be a little bit overzealous in that sense and can get a little bit too into the action and the Scottish in him properly comes out. It doesn't help when Barry Bannon's next to you also yelling. I think it like spurs him on a little bit going like, go on, you can have him. It's the referee, Barry. We can't do that. <laughs> but at the <laughs> same time, yeah. But at the same time, like he said, he's settled here. He's happy here. And it sounds like it's the set, most settled and happy he's been for a while. That can only be a good thing in terms of him playing for us. They also report we paid about 500k for him, apparently. I didn't that's know that. That's a deal. That's a deal if we did. Yeah, that's it. Is he, is he 26, 27 still? I do think he, yeah, I think he's uh, mid, sort of mid 20s, mid to late, not late, mid to late yeah. mid, if you get me. Yeah. But what's your take on it? Do you think he's still got a place in Darren Moore's team? Well, I've also heard that. It's actually a case of he t- apparently he took a massive wage cut because there was a relegation clause in his contract that hit. He's 26, by the way. Um, right. And it hit. And he's actually, this, uh, this, uh, this new contract will probably be another year with a bit of a wage boost in there. Uh, it'll, be, it'll be renegotiated terms because yeah. he took a bit of a hit coming down. And I think it's actually a good way of doing it because he took the hit in the contract. This way, he immediately secures, we can get another year out of him, maybe because his contract is till 2023 at the minute. Say we mm. extend it to 2024 and improve the terms, that's a good bit of business for me. However, I do find it weird if we don't extend it beyond 2023, which I do also think could happen. This could be more of a case of making the player happy, which would annoy me, unless we've put, put in protections like an optional year in there. If we put an yeah. optional year that's mandatory and it's the club that decide whether it gets triggered or not, then I can also see it, which is probably the likely thing. I, if I was to try and put my psychic hat on, get me a little crystal ball out, I think we'll, we'll, it'll sign till 2023. It won't be a massive thing, but what we won't see in the fine print is, there is there's an option for another year there. Yeah. I, if what I want where I'd like him to get a deal done, he seems to fit what more doing at times. But the one I want to see, and no one... Well, like this, I want to see Palmer get a new deal thrust in front of his face. And I know that's going to anger the fan base because it is the new kind of new Hugh situation. But I, he deserves the contract. He's working well. And 
People go, oh, you're only doing this for sentiment. No, he's massively improved and he works well. That's the one I want to see get a contract first. Definitely. Um, Palmer should get at least another year with an option, I think, in there. Let's look at those players out of contracts into, uh, this year. So this summer, currently left, Che Dunkley, Massimo Luongo, Liam Palmer, Callum Patterson, Joe Wildsmith. I think he's gone at the end of this season, if I'm mm, perfectly same. honest. Sam Hutchinson, Jack Hunt, who obviously we signed this year. Yeah. Berahino, who we've just been talking about our new sign. He's only got a year to the end of the deal, but there's an option for a second in there. Um, Kieran Brennan. Marvin Johnson. Marvin he's Johnson, yeah, as well. Sorry. Only, who's, who's also only on a year deal and we just signed. Exactly. Well, I actually think that makes good business, though. No, it's the old thing. The old thing in football used to be don't give players over, like, 32 more than a year. Right. Oh, you're talking. You're talking about oh Stephen Fletcher and Co. Who we did that with when he was tw- he was 29, wasn't he? And we gave him like yeah, four years. He, no, he, I know what you mean. It's like we, we, it's it, what, the only thing I've seen that's worse than that is Huddersfield Town giving Jordan Rhodes a three year, a 31 year old Jordan Rhodes a three year contract, and is injured. Who could have seen that coming? Oh, only everyone. Um, so, actually, no, in fairness to him, it's not always injuries. For no. us, he was just crap. It just, it just didn't work here. Let's he's such funny. a nice, he seems like such a nice bloke. Yeah. But it never worked for us, you know. And I, I used to be really, really nice to him, but he didn't even say anything when he left. And that rubbed me up the wrong way. Um, Don't worry yeah, and obviously it. loans of Shadipo, Peacock Farrell, Wing, Camberry, Corbinu and Gibson loans. So basically, this squad we've assembled this season... Half of it's got the option to go next season at the end of it. So I would like to see more uh, options put in front of Liam Palmer's face. Luongo, yeah. we need to check his injury record. For me, it's a risk. Yeah, definitely. Jay Dunkley, I want to see more of. Can he keep that injury free? Because he's a good player, just needs to keep injury free. Hutchinson, I'd give, I'd, opera, I'd uh, use the extension on him if he keeps injury yeah. free till the end of the season after Joe, he comes back. I think we're going to have to see how he does in cup games. I think, sadly, he may have to find somewhere else next season. But Yeah, Joe, well, I think Cam's going to come back uh, after this exit alone and we're going to give him a crack at number one. I, that's what I actually think is going to, even though I want Peacock It does Farrell. feel that way, doesn't it? Yeah, I feel like he's going to come back and we're going to give him a crack at number one. We need to know if the defence respects him. Because if the defence yeah. has seen what he's does and they can respect him, that's a big part of it because he's apparently he's the hero with stuff in in yeah. in, in, in a lot of places, you know. He's yeah. he's not, he's doing that, he's helping organise the defence and things like that. It might just be a culmination this season that we've got a really good keeper, but we've got Iorfa back as well, and that's the perfect blend of organ and Hutchinson at the back screaming yeah. at everybody, you know. That's Hutchinson. the organization. Scary when he starts screaming at people, especially with his blonde hair, he looks psychotic. Blonde hair people are psychotic. You heard it for her first from Punk Chef 41. Right, yeah, Jack Hudson, another one. Take it or leave it for me after a year. Yeah. We've got to see how he does over the season because I've said his legs do appear to be going slightly. Whether or not they fully go this season, we'll see. Marvin but we Johnson, did say that was the risk when we signed him. We did. Marvin Johnson, see what happens. Berahino, we'll see what happens. Kieran Brennan, probably time to tie down a youngster after you've started playing him in the cup. Give it, give him, a, give him another year next season, year or two, but then send him out on loan. Do a little bit of a Alex Hunt, get a bit more thing, or even put him in if you feel if you feel like he's up to it. But he's also games, he's looking okay. Looking at the loans, get promoted, chuck six million at Burnley for Bailey Peacock Farrell, and yeah. give them a buyback clause of 
9 million, 9, 10 million. If, I would also like to see, if we did go up, reloan Corbin in for another season. I think, you, just... I think you're way too early on that one, mate, in my opinion. Like, we need I, to see more of him. I liked what I've seen so far, and if you keep, what I'm saying, what I've seen so far, and if he keeps it up, then yeah. We'll revisit this topic, obviously. Yeah. Of we course will. we will. Um, but yeah, they're the players that, early looking at out of contract, that will change over the course of the season, I am sure. So yep. we will see what happens. Also, it depends on where we are in January. You never know. There might be stuff where more like, right, I, I want to properly push. Can I try and get some deals done now? Because yeah. you do have it where they go, it's a season on loan, but I like to have him off squad in January. What can we do as a deal? Okay, moving on. Plymouth are our next trip. So... A long road to Plymouth. On Saturday, we will be finally back after the international break, which we shouldn't have had, but we got because of internationals. Um, also, Peacock Farrell saving a penalty for Northern Ireland. He seems to do that quite well. Yep. We play Plymouth, who have got eight points so far, and they their record is 2-2-1. Two, two, two wins, two draws, one loss. So not too bad. They're 13th in League One with that record, though. Their home record, we play them at Plymouth as well. Yep. So their home record is five points. Their away record is three points. So they are better at home. They've not lost at home. Can you imagine what the reaction for their gaffer is going to be from our lot? Because he's a legend at Wednesday a little bit. Yep, obviously managed by Ryan Lowe, if you weren't Ra- aware of that. Yeah, Ryan Lowe is a massive legend at Wednesday. Just for that promotion. He didn't, he didn't go a lot, but he, he had that ability and that kind of, camaraderie with a lot of the fans mm-hmm. and I think he will get a very very good re- reaction and I'm guessing the Ryan Lowe song will pop up in in the in the stands yeah especially with our away fans because they'll know it yep they're going to be <laughs> some of our home fans are well. like, what was this um a draw with Fleetwood Town one all was their last league match so yeah we beat Fleetwood Town Hopefully we can beat Plymouth. The players to look out for. Let's have a look who's been scoring their goals. Oh, we've got a couple of players Hard- with three Hardy. goals. So Hardy is one of them. Scored three goals and one ass- got one assist so far this season. And Luke Jeffcott, three goals, one assist this season. Almost if I said we should sign Luke Jeffcott. But we couldn't pay for him. So That's a good point, actually. And he signed a new deal. He yep. could have come to us on a free. Why didn't we just put the feelers out and do the thing where you go, do you want to come to Wednesday at the end of the season, Luke? That's got to be a really difficult one for his manager, though, because he's like, I want you to stay here, but you would have a really good time at Wednesday. What do you think of our strikers, though? The, the service we're getting to them now with Adoniran. Yeah. Imagine Jeff caught in front of Adoniran. That would have been ideal. But, yeah, alas, he's going to try and bag for Plymouth. Just, just before we move on and we're on about songs, why is it that I was watching a game, I think it was the Wolves game, and Wolves were singing the Barry Bannon song to someone else? Oh, Wolves don't actually come up with any of their own chants. They, uh... It really... We're sat there <laughs> watching joking. it. They, they, the, the Hi-Ho Silver Lining, they've yeah. used it for as, about as long yeah. as we have. Well, I'm sat there watching it going, humming it, and like, that's the Barry Bannon song. Also... I didn't realise they've moved. <laughs> have you noticed that people are, are singing Wednesday fans at the cricket? I don't watch yes. cricket, but it's yes, been on in places I've been and I've noticed Wednesday chants. There's a, so. there's a, there's a lot of Wednesday chants, but there's a lot of Wednesday fans who are cricket fans mm. as well. Yeah, well, we used to be a cricket club, we as, did. as you well know. Right. 
onto the community section. So, first question. Submitted to Discord a couple of hours before this and went, hey, get your topic, turn your notifications on Discord, because we do have some great chats in there. But when I ask for something rapid, people clearly don't have Discord notifications on. I need something. If I say I need something within the hour, get those papers on my desk within an hour. Um, Been watching too much Suits. Right. (laughs) (laughs) I watched like nine seasons in two weeks. That's what happens when I've got time off. Right. Lewis. Al98 wrote in on the Discord, the only one I took from the Discord today, that says, can you add up the value of our squad? No, I can't, but the internet can. So, currently, according to the stats that you would find if you Googled it, (laughs) uh, the transfer market stats are 22 million, 22.14 million is the overall value that, that in fairness, we use this because it bases off recent transfers yeah. and all uh, and and their place in the market, their age, their stats. They're normally Combines good the ball at, and goes for a round. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty good. They're, they're normally pretty good at saying what fees are, especially when you've got players who come in where it's unknown fee. It's like we get them at it about this. Let's break that down a little bit more because I think some of this is wrong though. So it could be a bit higher or lower. Let's do a bit of higher or lower based on what you think it is. So let's talk about what we think it's worth. So currently, transfer market says that Bailey Peacock Farrell's worth nine hundred thousand. Yeah, he's worth more than that. Bailey Peacock Farrell's worth at least three million. So that's wrong. So you can add a three million to that straight away. Joe Wildsmith worth about two hundred and seventy k. Not for me with championship experience. I'd say he's at least five hundred k. Yeah. Not great championship experience, but five hundred k. Domayor for one point three five million. Not a chance. You reckon about two, two point five? To be honest, on form he's four for me. A centre back that can actually that can play can play right back and come out of the defence is good on the ball in the championship. You pay four million for him. Well, yeah, we're in point. League One, yeah. Two, two and a half. But in terms of his actual value, four or five. But yeah, still undervalued at 1.35. Shea Dunkley, 720,000. Probably around that. Probably around yeah. 700k because of his injury history. Lewis Gibson, 450,000. Not seen him, can't really say. Jaden Brown, 450,000. Disagree. I think he's probably more about of an 800k play. Yeah. yeah, 800k player now. Jack Hunt, 1.35 million. I'd probably say he's even less than that now. I'd probably I say, say... i say the mill. Yeah, maybe 900k a mil. Yeah. Um, Liam Palmer, 720,000. You're joking. If Jack Hunt's 900k, Liam Palmer's <laughs> at least a million. He's at least 1.1. 1. 1. Um, 29 as well. I reckon we could have got, I reckon we could have got like 1.4, 1.5 if someone came sniffing for him. But that's his value. That's not what they pay for him. Um, Kieran Brennan, 135,000. Can't really argue also, with that. Also, just remember player. something. You have to put on a chancerly, chancerly, Chancery valuation on top of that. Sorry, Liam Lord Palmer's like, 56 million. Um, there you go. <laughs> Kieran Brennan. That, <laughs> but that had been the thing. Whatever we think it is, you've got to sometimes double it to what Chancery thinks it is. Sam Hutchinson, 540,000 apparently. Uh, probably about 500k, yeah. Probably, yeah, possibly right. even less. Probably more like a player that would go on a free uh, now at 32. But in value, probably about 500k. Lewis Wing, 1.8 million. Probably about two. I don't know. I'd say one and a half. Because if you think about the lack of... Mm, lack of game time, time. Played at Rotherham. He's now playing at Wednesday in League One. That was only... such a dig. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. Exactly. <laughs> like If he'd have played at Wednesday at Championship level... I'm not going there. <laughs> if, he'd have played, if he'd have played at Wednesday at Championship level. But like he's not... 
he's not, he, can't, he can't get into that Borussia side. He's not been fa- I've, I, he's not been fancied by their managers. Apparently, actually, one of their fans commented saying he, he was he was done over by the Pulisaurus, and we know about the Pulisaurus. Yeah. Uh, and then Warnock's just not fancied him either. So it's. Uh, I reckon about one and a half in my personal estimation, but 1.8, probably market value. Barry yeah. Bannon, 1.62 million, about three at least. Yeah. Even, even at 30, Even at 31, he can take Dane, he can bin yeah. on the dime. Um, <laughs> this is where we get called deluded fans, thinking your yeah, players are is. worth what they are. Remember, it's opinions. It's opinions backed up by bias, so... Take that. Uh, Massimo Longa, 1.44 million, not yep. with his injury record. Not, not with his record. He's probably, uh, probably half that, 700, 800k, in my opinion. Yeah, that's about right with his no, injury record. Nobody's he's not put, a million. No you, can ta- you can take a chance on 700, 800k that his, his injury record is going to hold up at 28 years old. Because <laughs> 28 years old for a player of his quality, 700k, if he wasn't injury, would be a steal, you know? You do realise we bought him when he was still injury prone and we paid a fair bit of money for him. <laughs> we that gave a four-year deal to a 29-year-old Stephen Fletcher. Oh, yeah, Punk. true. Um, George Byers, one point. One million eight hundred thousand pounds. Apparently, I've not really seen enough about from George Bias. No, to he's say in the same category of wing. Looking good so far, but the nice thing about him, he is ours. So, mm. Dennis had an ear in three hundred and sixty k. Oh, a lot more than that. He will be, yeah. but no, he's crap. He's worth ten p. He's not worth nothing, twenty yeah. pence. Stay away he, from him. He's not a very good player. Got poor attitude. He'll mess your quad death up. Three hundred and sixty k is what we'd get for him. But he's probably off off recent form. You could probably like con someone out of five hundred k. However, that's yeah. that. He's he's twenty two years old. In a year, I could reckon he could be easily a one point one two million pound player because Definitely. of the way he's coming along. However, no twenty p is crap. No, he's oh, you've gone up. It was ten p. Yeah, well, <laughs> inflation. I want a bit more. I want a bit more <laughs> inflation. <laughs> It's the Thai bat conversion rate. Right. For, for Sayo Deli Basharu, 360k. Probably, uh, sorry, 270k. That's probably about accurate That's for about a youngster. Right, yeah. 250k. Marvin Johnson, 1.35 million. Oh, no, about 900. Yeah, about 800, 900. Josh Windass, 1.8 million. Well, he was valued at 5, uh, five, five million. million. <laughs> uh, I think uh, he's probably. So, that- He's worth five million chance series eyes in the talking Wednesday. We're going to double that as well. Yeah, it's ten million. You're not having him. Uh, no, but I think one point eight to two million is probably right for yeah. his market value. But he's more valuable. He was a five million pound player to us. If you're going to take him, we need that sort of money for yeah. him. Um, Silaso four hundred k. Can't really say anything about Silaso. Not too Sh- much. Shadipo one hundred and eighty k. Apparently, no idea. Addy Owen, 135k. Mm. Callum Patterson, <laughs> we paid 500k for him, apparently. Valued at 1.62 million. We got a deal. Apparently. Um, yeah. I'd say he's a he's a 800k to a million pound utility player as a you utility could get, you player. Could get one point, you could probably get 1.2 if you pop. Just because of the, the positions he plays in. Not up front. Up front is worth five pence. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. 
I want to be. That's it. We would like you to come on the podcast. I would actually my love him to be our first guest. My, co- because... my co-ho will not be relating you up front. You Just sort on. your first touch out, mate, for Christ's sake. <laughs> um, everything else, he's the utility player. He can play in positions. He gives it all. I, I like him. I think he's I think he's a dude. But please, score goals if you're going to play as a centre-forward. Because she's listed as a centre-forward here, mate. Because we've played a lot. Right, Berahino, 1.35 million, apparently. Probably around a million, based right. off his reputation. Yes. Yeah. Corbinu, 900,000. Pushing a million, we'll have to see. Uh, but he's looked good. He's highly rated as well. 19, they are actually, I can see that. He's 19 years old. Yeah. So about a million Wolves would be what they want actually really rate him, and so do Wolf fans, and they want to see well, him. Well, he's, he's also breaching the Canada side, isn't he? He's, yeah. he's, 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 getting, he's being called up to the Canada side. Um, Canberry, 495k, so 500k. Don't know, not seen too much of him. I, don't, I think he, um, he needs to show me a little bit more. Lee Gregory, 450,000. 33, probably right. That, yeah, about actually. right, yeah. Because his goal record, you'd think a bit more. He got a very good, yeah, but his goal record, his best goal record was when he was in League One. So I'd say actually, yeah, 22 million. If you yeah. think about how they've overvalued our players and undervalued some players, I'd okay, say then. that probably sits out quite well. Putting on Alex Hunt and Dawson, where would you value them? Should I actually find what they're valued at? Oh. So Dawson is a name as I'm searching for him. Oh, he used to be valued a bit more than that. 270k. I'm sorry, but he's currently le- he's been in the team of the week for. Le- I think if this gets updated, he's got to be at least 500k with his performances in League Two at the minute. But then yeah. again, it's le- probably 300 actually because they don't rate people from that league very highly. And then Alex Hunt is currently on loan at non-league, mate. I thought he was. I thought he was. Oh, he's no, he's he's Grimsby, isn't he? They were up. No, the National oh. League, mate. They got yeah. prim- they got relegated. Oh, um, yeah. So Grimsby are why? Why is this site just showing me Thogden's face? <laughs> and Thogden is worth how much? <laughs> for Bolton, uh, he's doing little videos for adverts on. Oh yeah, I've just got it as well. Apparently, um, right, hundred and eighty thousand. Apparently, probably about right for a young yeah. player. However, he's got a, the potential there. So yeah, there's a couple of deluded Wednesday fans overvaluing their squad. Oh, you're in League One. You think you're massive, and you got a twenty-two million pass. Well, actually, the internet says it. So if the internet Remember, says it, it, it must says be it, true. It's true. It must be true. <laughs> oh dear, that's going to be a breakout as well. Incoming hate. Right. So, moving on. Thank you, Lewis, for that. Thank you very much. That was a community topic, even though it was quite a long one. Zach's to 55. What be your, would be your ideal end to the season? Mine would be the League One title and the Papa John's Cup. That's probably the ideal end to the season. Yeah. However, I've realised I probably can't go to the final, which upsets me greatly. Oh, no. So I don't really care about the Papa John's Cup. You don't I, care now. You do, you're going to throw it to one side and not bother. Mm, very sad. 
Christopher Elsie says, it's great we have avoided losing our big players and tied them down with contract extensions such as Bannon and Aorfa and Windass. Uh, with good work, with the good work Moore is doing, do you worry about losing him during the season? As managers higher up the fit football pyramid struggle and lose their jobs, it is likely that Moore's name will be thrown in the hat as a possible successor. Go on. It's a difficult one, this one, because he kind of already done it. To Doncaster when he, Rovers. To Doncaster Rovers. So it's that thing where he's already done it, but when you hear what's happening at Doncaster, I think there's stuff that has happened behind the scenes. That he's like, I'm is, this where, is this where I do it again and I go, don't you dare. There's a difference. Can you hear me? Yeah. yeah. Can you hear? There's a yeah. difference between Doncaster Rovers and Sheffield Wednesday. You're just, you, do you ever want to come to South Yorkshire again? You have I mean, to I've got drive. no choice, mate. <laughs> you have to drive through some of these places. No, I go, I go through Donny all the time. Yeah. I know. I play Donny quite a bit. I used to, <laughs> back, in, back in the early tour circuit, we used to do social a lot. We used to do... Uh, do you ever do uh, the Leopard? Uh, yeah, once. My sister used to run that. Pub. I used to, I've done all sorts. I've done the, I've done, I did the, I used to do the rock bar. Yeah. Which is, was interesting. Uh, <laughs> uh, they yeah. had a nice backstage area though. I was, there was there's some stories about me doing rock bar. I uh, can imagine. The, the, and then across the road paid more than rock bar because rock bar didn't pay very much as in they paid nothing uh so <laughs> so there was uh i did well they did ticketed events that's a bit different we did we there was a i don't know if it's there anymore is it still there i've not been to donny well, in a couple of years in, into town but the, there was like the flying scotsman or something across from rock bar i can't remember if it's still there or, or not. the flying something they they paid all right and we had a laugh there this was this was early days of the band. This was like two thousand and it's not even the same band anymore. It's completely different. Nobody from that tour is still with me because <laughs> I everybody <laughs> leaves. Uh, but no, it was everyone like, everyone or everyone leaves or the created differences and deck is still there. It was two thousand and sixteen or seventeen. Yeah. Two thousand sixteen, I think that. Um, I I think the problem with this is any manager that does well. In oh yeah, League football. One, Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> anyone that ever does well in League One will always get linked with a job higher up. It's just. A, I don't think he's big. going anywhere. I, 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 that's I what I'm saying. He... I don't think he'll do it again. And I think the reason he came to Wednesday is because he realizes the size of the club he's going to be managing. I, I wasn't being a, an arse to Donny there. He's yeah. going to struggle to get that club size again. Look at what he's building now, and look at what minute. every single player is yeah. saying. Our goal isn't playoffs. Our goal is going up champs. The gaffer told us we're top and we're top only. Yeah. He has put such a winning mentality into these lads. And at the and it's no disrespect to Doncaster. At the end of the day, we're a bigger club. We've got a little bit better finances with what we can bring in. We've shown that. And I think for more, he tried to get you up one season, didn't work. And... Due to, I think that was due to COVID, actually. It didn't go right due to whole And he was in a good position. Then he started going on a losing run. And when he started going on a losing run, there were already fans calling for him to go then. So there might have been a bit in his head where, where he'd gone, well, if the fans don't want me now, I'll go. See ya. He could be one of those managers where I've hearing the hate. If something yeah. comes up, I'm off. 
Yeah, and you got to remember that the, the, what I was trying to say in all due respect is Donny haven't established themselves as a championship club when they've gone up. When's you a club that were pushing for the Premier mm. League? And yes, it could be the same thing in... But unless a club wants a full... You've got to realise Darren Moore's a rebuild man. Unless yeah. you're a club... What size of club need a rebuild like Sheffield Wednesday needed that are in the championship when? at the minute? He's not going to go to Forest. Not go to Derby. Exactly. Yeah. He's actually got a chairman that he's got a good rapport with here. I know he had that before, but a club that size, and I'm talking like the Derbys, the Forests, there isn't one in the championship that needs look a rebuild. At, they need promotion push managers yeah, that yeah. Can come in and do it straight away. Look at what people said when Darren Moore got hired. People said, this is a rebuild for next summer. This isn't for now. This is in case you get relegated. And mm -hmm. people all go, he's not had a promotion yet or anything like that. He built and ready to get there. He never had that finished job yet due to whatever's happened. To be fair, when he was doing his bits at Donny, he got a bit screwed a little bit with everything that happened on in the world, like everyone else did. Yeah. He probably would have gone up that season with them. I, <laughs> yeah, you know what? Dan Moore, don't go anywhere. He just signed Barahino. And if he loves you like <laughs> father, I don't want it to go wrong. <laughs> So moving on, thank you for that, Christopher. Yeah. To Saudi Berahino, uh, he's not wrote in. Steve White's wrote in and said, <laughs> if he, uh, Berahino can lose his bad attitude and regain some of his West Brom form, do you think when Joss Windass comes back from injury, then perhaps they can be the deadliest duo in League One? That's like assuming that. we play them up front together. Yeah, we haven't played with two up top yet. Probably, Unless you yeah. put Windass on the wing and have him cutting in or play him as a cam. Mm. It, um, it would be deadly if he gets going. Yeah, but we're forgetting about League Gregory. We got options. When was the last <laughs> time we had options? Oh yeah, when we had six who all couldn't go at once. Golly, Gregory, mate. It's like yes. Berahino was just the icing on the top of the cake of oh, we can take a risk on this lad and see if he can get firing. But we've can got Lee Gregory. But we've got also you've got to remember Windass is coming back from an injury, so it'll be interesting yeah. how much he come back. He, he can and imagine the striker. Yeah. We went from having zero strikers to like, right, we've got enough now. We've actually got a squad of football players, With which is wonderful. Yeah, you know, an actual football team. Which is Sheffield weird. Wednesday. It is very strange. I've enjoyed that, Jake. Yeah, it's been good. That was a good one. I mean, I'm sweating buckets because for some reason oh, the yeah, sun's it's come out. Oh, yeah, it's stupidly warm. <laughs> it's horrific. Like, it's muggy as today. I walked out. I said this morning when I walked out of the house, I was like, I wish it was this temperature all the time. And then it got hotter. Because <laughs> when I walked out of the house this morning, I was like, this is where you just walk out and there's no real temperature difference yeah. from when you walk outside. I quite like that because it doesn't, you don't feel the chill or the, the heat, you know? So when you're going to work, you don't feel like death's coming even faster, right? But you do, but when it gets hotter over the day. Also, fun fact, so you've probably already sold it off now. We'll go back to <laughs> chatting crap. My car has got, no air conditioning. Right. And I took it to get regassed. And yep. there's a problem with the pipes. And they right. went, apparently it's going to be too expensive to actually do Fix. anything with it that you won't want to do because you'll have to do the pipes. And I was like, I thought that might be the case. But I was just trying to see if a regas would do it. I've never had air Well, if you, go to, if you go to Sheffield Wednesday and go to webuyanycar.com. I need to lug so much crap around for work and things like that that I'm like, I need a car that can get scratched up, that can do all of that. So I bought a, that... a, a car I really enjoyed. Yeah. But after a year of doing my job, I was like, I don't enjoy this car as much anymore. So I just let it become the S-Box, right? Yeah. So it's, it's literally my trusty S-Box that I've put 
loads of servicing into all of that. Good. It's I'm going to run it into the ground, but I wish I got something that had working air conditioning when I did it because the, the month I came to regas it, they go, you can't do it. And I was like, yeah. no, it's 37 degrees in this car. It's black. <laughs> you sound like the kind of person who's the ideal candidate for like a V-dub transporter. So it's half van, half not. Perfect idea. Wednesday link here. Gilders Group, do you fancy sponsoring the Talking Wednesday podcast? I'm sure you've got a, uh, if you still do Volkswagen from back in 2012, if you even exist. So the sponsor the Talking Wednesday podcast. I'll even do a video about it, but I want a it, van. We'll waive, will, the, he, we'll waive the sponsorship fee if you get me a van. It'll go to the club and you webuyanycar.com and then can you kazoo who are the EFL sponsor to get a new one. See, this podcast, I don't ask for signed shirts, I ask for vans. That's uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's the way to do it right that's all from me this week how are you yeah good I'm hot I'm good. <laughs> yeah cool hope you're all well take care we'll see you next week as we're chatting more rubbish and then occasionally we talk about Sheffield Wednesday but for now and, thank you so much for watching oh my god I'm doing the dexterity box sign off here this is not the Talking <laughs> Wednesday sign off but yeah we'll see you next week see you on the next episode of Talking Wednesday see ya